I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey guys, and welcome back to the news du jour. Happy Wednesday. Before we jump in, I have an ask for you guys. If you've learned something new here or something that's helped to improve your life or if staying informed here has helped improve your life, think about supporting us in some of the free ways. So in case you didn't know, liking, commenting, resharing our content really, really helps with our exposure on social media. Leaving a rating and review helps with our exposure on the different podcast platforms and even just telling a friend, one friend about us and making sure they give it a download. That helps us immensely. If everybody did that, we would double in size. So this would be a huge help for us. So, you know, if we give something to your day, think about giving back to us. Thank you so much for listening and let's get into our episode. So first up, we're discussing Sarah Palin's lawsuit. So if you guys remember, Sarah Palin was up against the media giant, the New York Times, in a libel case. She was accusing the newspaper of defaming her and essentially lying about her. Well, the verdict came back today, and pretty quickly too, as a unanimous decision that there was insufficient evidence to prove that the un- that the Times had defamed her. Meanwhile, the judge was actually already announcing that he was making preparations to have the case thrown out due to lack of evidence. And thus, both the jury and the judge were in agreement and Palin's case was done. For now, at least. Her lawyer said that following the case, they would be exploring, quote, all options for appeal, end quote. So we likely haven't heard the last of this case. That being said, because both judge and jury thought that the case was lacking in evidence, it does not seem likely that an appeal would really help them unless they're able to produce more evidence between now and then. And this incident happened a while ago. Now, never say never, but it seems unlikely that this case in particular will end up in a win for Palin in the long run, but we will definitely keep you guys posted. And then for our next story today, we are discussing two major settlements. So court is kind of a theme for today's episode, I guess you could say. Um, There have been two major settlements reached in court this week, very different cases, but it's important. So let's dive in. So first up, Sandy Hook. So for those of you who are very young or somehow missed it, 
Sandy Hook was the name of the elementary school that fell victim to a mass shooting at the hands of a deranged 20-year-old man. He killed 26 people. 20 of them were young children. The gunman then took his own life there as well. In the years following, the parents of the victims band together, not really for justice so much as for change. What happened to their children was just so extreme. They were so young. They took what happened to their kids and used it to point out the place that we have come to as a nation where children have become targets. And when that happens for absolutely no reason, something is vastly wrong. So the families took a stand against the gun maker in what has ended up being a historic move. Remington Arms manufactured the weapon used to kill their children. It was their version of an AR-15 assault rifle. The parents sued the company eight years ago. You see, this weapon was really designed more for military and law enforcement. It is very similar to an M16 that's used by the U.S. Army and just fires in a semi-automatic way versus an automatic way. So the lawyers are arguing that Remington acted negligently when they trusted that civilian gun owners would know how to appropriately use such a weapon. Remington, like many other arms manufacturers, is actually not doing well as a company right now and have filed for bankruptcy. They plan to argue in court that under Connecticut law, they cannot be held liable for the illegal actions of individual gun owners. But ultimately, the company actually chose to settle with the families for $73 million for their role in the massacre. This is the largest settlement of its kind ever. With this case, gun companies are being held accountable for such dangerous weapons as a semi-automatic rifle falling into the wrong hands. It's only when we're all motivated to prevent such an occurrence that these occurrences will actually end. And companies often are only motivated when their bottom line is affected. These families have said from day one, that their goal in all of this was to prevent another Sandy Hook. And this may prove to be a critical step in getting gun companies engaged in keeping our communities safe. And for the next settlement case that we have to go over, it's going to be our last story for today, Prince Andrew. So... The second major settlement that we have to discuss today is that of Prince Andrew. If you remember, Andrew was caught up in all of Jeffrey Epstein's sexual exploits and was taken to court by a woman named Virginia Graffer. He has since been essentially removed from the royal family due to these charges. Well, today in court, Prince Andrew came to a financial settlement 
by today, actually, I mean yesterday. <laughs> it's today when I'm recording this, but yesterday for you guys. Uh, they came to a financial settlement with Virginia, and he also claims that he's going to be making a substantial donation to victims' rights, um, although both of these payment amounts have been withheld from the public, so we don't really know what exactly that looks like or what that means, and I think the donation hasn't happened yet, but if we hear anything more about that, we'll keep you posted. All of this, though, comes right as Prince Andrew was about to have to answer questions in court under oath here in the United States. He likely wanted to save himself and his family this big public embarrassment by paying for it to go away as quietly as possible. He had previously asked the court to dismiss the charges, and the judge declined to do so. He's now apologizing for the ways in which he's painted Virginia's character in the past, now that he's being held accountable. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Never take more than you give. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.